After Silence by Jessica Gregson All December the shells had rained down, and then the snow, and then the shells again. Encrusted in layers of ice and soot, buildings burned sluggishly, and the canals were obsidian black, frozen veins through Leningrad's body, which would bleed ichor if the ice were cracked. The city looked like an old man sagging and ramshackle, Through every second window gleamed daylight, the sign of a roof lost or a wall destroyed. In other windows, the glow was red for fire from incendiary bombs or a bazooka placed too close to curtains or bedding. There was no water to extinguish them. All anyone could do was wait for them to burn themselves out. The boy who stood outside the radio house was blind. It only became clear to Katya in the way he turned his face to follow sounds. The blankness in his eyes was not too different from the blankness on the faces of the starving. Leningrad was a city of the blind, a city of the dead. This boy was different, though. There was life in his face. In his right hand he held a stick, and in his left a violin case. Katya nearly walked straight past him when he reached for her arm. You couldn't walk anywhere in the city these days without someone begging for help that was impossible to give. It wasn't worth the guilt of stopping to hear what they were asking, for bread, for a shoulder to lean on. But although the boy was thin to the point of emaciation, he looked healthier than most. The spring was better than the winter, it was true, but just three days ago, Katya had seen a man sit down on a bridge, close his eyes and die, as if it was a decision. This boy did not look like him. Ever since he was a child, he would sometimes be assailed by a euphoric light-headedness when playing, a swooning sensation of falling headlong into the music. This happened now. He had a sense of himself outside himself, disembodied in the close warmth of the hall and the concentrated quiet of the audience. They were listening, there in the hall and outside in the empty streets of Leningrad. The shattered apartments, families clustered around the radio sets that were spilling out the music that had been written for the city. Further, the lines of trenches that bordered the city, the scarred and corrugated ground that held back the enemy, the dirt and the dark and the silence as the soldiers listened, the millions of victors and Sashas and Andres, And the Germans, too, those anonymous fritzes with the loudspeakers set up to bombard their trenches with the symphony. Further still, Trufim's sisters, his mother and father in Moscow. An apartment unimagined. Lives unimagined, if they even existed at all. But Trufim saw them clearly. Watched them crowding the loudspeaker. Somehow recognising him in the honeyed blare of the trumpet line as the country bent towards Leningrad, silent and tense with listening. The city's heart beat through the airwaves, and the war was translated into music. It moved through Trophim, in anger and in loss and in pride, as the city gathered the symphony in its hands and threw it out to the world. (laughs) 